And here we go. It is another edition of Jamal About Sports. That, of course, is the great Doug E. Fresh, along with his man, Slug Rick. Riding shotgun, back by popular demand. My man, AG, in a place to be. What is going on? Obviously, Humpty Hump got some of his stylings. I would, uh, I would from, say uh, so. Yes, Mr. Rick. Yes, we had uh, there. There was uh, there was Slick Rick, of course, with the with the English accent. We also had uh, a Dana Dane, who right. also right. Although uh, apparently, Slick Rick, I think, did have some English heritage of some sort. And may actually have been British, whereas right? Dana Dana was pretty sure is just like a native New Yorker who just happened to sing with an English accent for some or rap with an English accent for some reason. Right. He had that song Nightmares. I don't know if you I remember that. Nightmares of the Night. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Nightmares, and I believe his other hit was Delancey Nightmares uh-huh. of the Night. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right. Well, excuse me, Dr. Slumber. I just can't bear to have another one of them crazy nightmares. <laughs> yes. And obviously Humpty Hump uh, with Digital Underground. That's right. Wonders with that persona. Yes, and indeed. it to the next level. Correct. Correct. And of course, Looking he and Shachi being the, the same person. One the same. Exactly. And, and what's his name in real life? Uh, Greg Jacobs, I think. Greg Jacobs, name. yes. And of course, a, a young Tupac getting his start as part of the uh, right. If you go back, Digital you watch Underground. The, watch the, the music video for All Around the World. Right, which was, uh, which was featured, featured in, in, in awful that. movie with, with like an all-star cast. Nothing but trouble. Yeah, nothing but trouble. The only good scene is when Digital Underground. That was uh, the party. Demi Moore, Chuck Chase, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, I believe John Candy. John Candy. Yeah, yeah. One of probably the worst films. It's not of all good. Time. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, that was the highlight of the movie. That was a horror show. Of a is film. where Digital Underground yeah. crashes the party and they play all the way around, yes. all around the world same song. Yes, that's exactly right. Which I featuring a very funky keyboard solo. That's right. Was not not, not performed by Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, oh, that's right. Because they play like that's right. Oh, it's just such a bad movie. Yeah, I was not. And obviously, there's a lot of uh, George Clinton Parliament Funkadelic uh, as the you know as the the, that, that was the background movie. track. Right, of course. Um, but I was not a huge fan of that that particular song. Paled in comparison to, to Humpty Dance. Dance or Do What You Like. Right. Which was also a tremendous jam. Off of their first record, Sex Packets. That's There's correct. actually a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, you know, I, I would probably have to check that out because I'm pretty sure I don't know any other of the song, any other songs on that album. Yeah, there's a lot of P-Funk. A lot of, uh, there's a Hendrix sample on there. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of those L.A. guys, you know, were did a lot of... Uh, sampling of Funkadelic in Parliament. You know, Dr. Dre did it a lot, which, you know, NWA. Um, you had guys like, uh, well, Ice Cube, when he went solo, did a lot of it as well. Um, by the way, do you know the song uh, by Ice Cube where he samples... Uh, Joe Cocker? No, Daz by Brick. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's it's right when... It, it's actually featured in the movie. Did you see the movie, Straight Outta Compton? Yes. Yeah, so it's that scene where... He's broken up. He's left. He's gone out, out on his own, and they're listening to the song on the radio with Paul Giamatti and like the you know and it's uh, Easy E and Dre and uh, Ren, and uh, he's basically just crushing them in the song about how he's like you know now you just straight bozo talking about straight out of Compton now you're doing videos with Michelle A. Remember Michelle A. She was a singer no. of some repute back in the early no. 90s. Oh, yeah. 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 But the, 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 the whole background track is 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 Brick, is Daz by Brick. Uh, yes. Nice. Awesome. I remember the first scene, the first scene of that movie, 
where it shows a, a young Dre yeah. with his whole record collection sprawled uh-huh. out on the floor. He's got a lot of like obscure like, right. like, like early stuff. Stuff that only you would know. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. Yep. That and, yep. I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably one of five <laughs> people that got all the obscure references in vinyl right. in the show of vinyl. Right. Of which Mantle did get a little... They little, did, little, right? Little, little, they did. They got a little dab. Yep. They got a little dab in that. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. But uh, we digress. Oh, oh, yeah. As long as we're on the, the subject of music, yes. it has been the last three days. It has been a nonstop Chuck Berry, not Chuck Barris, no. Chuck Berry, <laughs> Chuck Berry marathon. Oh yeah. No, no Chuck Berry, no rock and roll. Yeah. Well, I think it's just it's just it's just awesome. It's, I've, I've loved every second of revisiting Mr. Berry. Nice. Good for you. Good yeah. on you. Well, you you are a true musician, so therefore, but you, also you, just I mean, he, you are required. Just, yeah, uh. yes. <laughs> you know, he. Uh, I learned he passed on Saturday night. Right. So I, uh, I went right to the my my double my double vinyl, um, you know, four four side to uh, two vinyl disc. Uh, hmm. Nice. Uh, you know, best of Chuck Berry, and it was I uh, probably the most enjoyable hour and a half of just love just. Like, nice. Of course, manually changing the records. Right. That, that still goes on. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like, wow, I, I hadn't listened to this in so long, probably like hmm. twenty years, and it's just that uh, this. Nice. Yeah, and let, just going back and watching the videos, and the guy was so ahead of his time. Yes, he was. The duck walk. Yeah, yeah. obviously, uh, no, 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 Chuck Berry, no Keith Richards. Right, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, and not to be confused with the family, because because you know, obviously, band of uh, Back to the Future, right? Right. Is Johnny be good. Johnny be good, and Michael J. Uh, one of the guys in the band calls right and says, "Hey, this is your cousin." Right, you know that new sound you've been looking for. Yeah, yes. I think he just found it, right? Mm-hmm. And he puts the phone out, and it's it's Chuck Berry playing Johnny Be Good. So then, of course, Family Guy does their version of Back to the Future, and it's Brian is singing a Rick Astley song. <laughs> so so the guy goes, "Hey, yeah, Rick, it's your cousin Marvin. You know that that really lame uh, vanilla, you know, watered down s- sound you've been looking for. Here it, here it is." <laughs> Brian singing, we're no strangers <laughs> to love. <laughs> yeah, awesome. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I listen. I, I, catchy tune. It was a catchy, catchy tune. Got me toes and tapping. That's <laughs> catchy tune. Starts out on bluesy roots. Uh, there may be some lost footage, or maybe not lost, of uh, when when I live with Justin. Uh, in our first apartment of me perhaps donning a raincoat and wayfarers and uh, singing that song on videotape somewhere. God, I, hope after, that, I hope for your sake that after, after a night out of many, many cocktails. I think that may have happened. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, hopefully that footage has since been destroyed. Uh, in any event, we move on. We've got a sh- big shout uh, to get to. We're it's a good shout. Good shout. <laughs> good shout. My two dads. Good shout. <laughs> Hey, good shot. Good shot. Good shot. <laughs> Gilbert Goff. Good shot. <laughs> All right, that's a good, that's a good oh, shot. Can you stop? Can, can you let me talk? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah good shot. Good, good <laughs> shot. My two dads. Good shot. Good shot. That was, that was, wait, that was from Friday Night Videos? Or was that on an SNL? I no, I think it's Friday Night Vids. It was it was Paul Reiser and Gilbert Gottfried, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And Paul Re- Gilbert Gottfried was the host and Paul Reiser was the guest. Uh, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. I just it was remember him interrupting me every two seconds saying good, good show sarcastically <laughs> yeah. in that Gilbert voice. It's one of the funniest things of all time. <laughs> <laughs> good shot. Yeah, good shot. Yeah, yeah, my two dads. Good shot. <laughs> uh Gilbert Thrill. Yes, he is the best. Anyway. 
a little World Baseball Classic. We'll get to a little spring training baseball, and then we'll finish up with some NFL. We'll do some free agency, do some draft preview, even though we're still more than a month out uh, for the draft. Um, but we start with the World Baseball Classic, and uh, I think, and I did some of this last week on, on a show, but uh, I think you, like most of America, most people, not really watching. No, and I hear, by, by all accounts, should be watching. Yeah, I mean, look, you played baseball at a high level. You, you, you played for a New York City public school team. You played in college. You, you're, I think you're an appreciator of excellently played baseball, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Yeah, so if that's the case, you should have been watching it because, now listen, to be fair, they've done a terrible job promoting this stuff, right? It's only on the baseball network, or, yeah, the baseball network. Uh, the times are not great. They're on at 9 o'clock. Some, some of these games are on at like when Israel was playing, like uh, you know, Japan, the game may be on six o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, even the, these primetime games, even have been on at nine o'clock, which you don't think is that late. But if you're me and you get into bed around ten o'clock while you're watching the game, is probably not a great chance of staying up for the whole game. Last game, like last night's game. But uh, the Dominican Republic. And I don't want to rehash because I talked about it last week, but their lineup literally is could be the best lineup in in an actual competition ever assembled in the history of baseball. I'm going to say exactly. Is that right? Yeah. Well, all right. I, I'll go down. I'll go down the list for it. You take your pick for leadoff. You know, because they they have a bunch of guys on the team, right? Either Reyes or Gene Segura, who I know he's not a superstar. He had 200 over 200 hits last year. Mm. I said he's had a bunch of good years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the leadoff hitter. Two-hitter Man Machado, mm-hmm. right, MVP caliber player. Mm-hmm. Three, Robinson Cano. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, I think, was Joey Bats. Uh, fifth, um, Nelson Cruz. Mm-hmm. Sixth, uh, Carlos Santana. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. Seven. Oi, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I yeah. see what you did yeah. there. That's what I did there. Uh-huh. Uh, seven was... Um, uh, Adrian Beltre. Wow. <laughs> Eight, Gregory Polanco. Who, okay, he's a young player, ascending player. He won 22 and 88 last year for the Pirates. Mm-hmm. And then nine, it was their catcher, Wellington Castillo. But I mean, he was also not bad. Put up good offense for your ninth hitter. Yeah. yeah. Pretty uh, good. That's insane. And their bullpen Batansis, Familia, Alex Colomay, Fernando Rodney, Hansel Robles. <laughs> I mean, it's Yeesh. off the charts. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. It's ridiculous. I mean, they're starting pitching one that great. and But, you know, they, they so this thing has been going on since 2009, by the way. I don't think anybody really knows this. Mm-hmm. It's every four years. So we had, we had obviously, in 2009, we had 13, and then this year. So prior to the D, uh, DR losing to, I think, I guess it was the United States last week, they hadn't ever lost a game. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, all the good major league players that have come out of the Dominican Republic. So it's not only guys that are in Major League Baseball that are on these rosters, but most of them are for the Dominican. So Dominican Republic, great. So <clears throat> Venezuela's lineup, Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez, uh, Jose Altuve. Um, who else? They had one other really good player on that team. Uh, so they had, a, And then in Puerto Rico's lineup, you've got the, 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 their infield is... Carlos Correa is playing third. He's never played third base before, mm-hmm. ever. He's right. Is he's, that right? He's a stud shortstop yeah, from the yeah, Astros. I've seen him make four 
ridiculous plays already at third base in the field. I mean, ridiculous. This guy's such a stud. It's absurd. So he's playing third. Francisco Lindor is playing shortstop. Mm-hmm. That's why he's playing third. Mm-hmm. Javi Baez is, is playing second for them. He came to national prominence in last year's playoffs. Correct. And, and has made some unbelievable plays already in the field uh, and made a great slide the other night where he was dead to rights, thrown out of third base, and made a swim move to avoid a tag and, and was called. They got, the call got overturned. They, they, they didn't use replay for the first, like, four rounds, but they're doing it now. And, and tonight's the finals, by the way. It's the U.S. versus Puerto Rico. Yeah. 9 o'clock. Definitely worth watching. I, of course, can't I might, watch it. Because I, might actually, I might actually have to tune into that. I think you should. I think you should. It's actually, I think I think it's on ESPN2 tonight. But being that you're tv list, I guess you can watch it on your tablet? Uh, I guess, yeah, if that's even a thing. I mean, I know right. it's a thing. I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Seems like it's not going to be happening. Well, I mean, I think I'm going to have to figure out how to download, watch ESPN or something. That seems like a whole, a whole lot of like work. a lot of steps involved. It there. certainly was going to require a new user password. Password, exactly. And that, that seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but so so that's their infield. Oh, and then T.J. Rivera, who's is their first baseman, the the, Met, the, Met, the Mets guy. Who's he's not a star. Then they've got Pagan in left. Um, their center fielder I never heard of Eddie Rosario in right, the kid from the Twins. Yes. And then yes. and Beltron's their D.H. So uh, that's not not a bad uh, not a bad lineup there either. No. Um, it's just it's really good. Look, <clears throat> there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, showboating. I mean, tons, right? Um, not dissimilar to uh, softball games we used to play in the schoolyard <laughs> back in the day. Uh, not dissimilar <laughs> from that. And so you may you may get some 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 kind of not great flashbacks from watching that. Yeah, might, might have fl- flashbacks to Puppy Nice. <laughs> exactly, ah, right. Puppy Nice. Everyone, everyone want to be on Blue Jays. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. But here was my thing, and I know you hate the bat flip stuff and all that, and I get it. I totally get it. When everyone's doing it, the only team that doesn't do it is Japanese, right? Of course, mm-hmm. the, the Japan doesn't do it. But when uh, – <laughs> you'll like this, actually. <laughs> so – oh, and the catcher for uh, Puerto Rico is Molina. Yadi. Mm-hmm. Right. Yadi Molina. The, the team's ridiculous. So that, that's your guy. Yeah, I listen. The guy's a great player. I can't deny it. I mean, it's it's as enraging as it is to admit. Of course, of course. Um, and he's a Met killer as well. So, um, so the other night they're playing the Nederlands, the Netherlands, yes, right? Exactly. So your boy Didi right. Gregor. So I know you're not happy because he just got hurt playing. Well, it was the second. Players. It was the second time, and I lost to Sheriff for two years because right. of the freaking. I know the wrist injury. I know. So of course, I know. of course, you know, I've had it has had a profound impact on my life. <sighs> the only the only thing I could say to that is, I mean, that could also happen in spring training game too, though. It's not like yes, it could. It's be... twice as happened. It's <laughs> happened to, to my to my play. Right, I, I I get that, but I'm, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, so they were playing the Netherlands the other night, and uh, you know, there's a lot of. I mean, guys get base hits. They stand on the base. They're pointing at the dugout, right? They're doing right. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Everyone. Netherlands guys are doing it. Uh, Puerto Rico, DR, Venezuela, the United States are all doing Americans it. Americans bringing Brett Lowry? Oh, uh, no. He's not on the squad. No. no, no the American team is pretty that. pretty good. Nolan Arenado at, at third. Um, uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton is on that team. Um, um Who's the Ian Kinsler, second baseman, um, uh, Buster Posey, shortstop uh, catcher, 
uh, what's his face? Hosmer's the first baseman. I mean, it's a good team. Yeah. It's a very good team. Adam Jones in center field. Right. Uh, Kristen Yelich, who's a very good player. Yeah, had a good year last year. He's in left field. Why can't I think of the shortstop? Who the hell's the shortstop? Give me, give me some guys <clears> in America. Uh, some good Americans. Uh, no, it's not too low. Uh, Let's see. We'll look it up. Look it up. Go go to the Google area. In any event, so Jerkson Profar, you know who he is, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So so he's playing center field for the Netherlands because they already have, they've got your your Yankee killer. Is Bam 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 Hensley coaching? He's the manager. Oh, is he? Bam Bam Hensley's the manager. Yes. Hensley Hensley Mullins. Yes. Former Yankee, great. Former Yankee spring training, great. Um, Yes, he is the manager, actually, for the Netherlands. So, uh... Jonathan Scope, Yankee Killer, is playing second oh, for them. So Profar, I know. So Profar is playing center field. So he gets a base hit the other night, right? So he rounds first base. He doesn't take a, a big wide turn, but he rounds first base as he's just he just sits a couple steps as he's walking back to get on first base. He's pointing at the stands and doing this. Molina throws the ball. There's a play at home. Molina takes the ball, throws it behind him. He's no idea. Gets tagged oh, out. That's great. That's <laughs> fantastic. And then the next guy up. And then the next guy got a hit, and then the next guy got a, hit a two-run homer. So it cost him a huge inning potentially uh, uh, for his. I, you, I thought you would have appreciated that. I certainly would have. But it's been, um, yeah, it's just it's been really good baseball. I mean, look, I understand uh, the that that there's no way major league teams can keep up the, that kind of intensity level for 162 games, right? And there's there's so much national pride on the line for these games. I mean, it, it, it's unrealistic to expect. One of these idiotic, meaningless, ridiculous interleague games, right, that go on every night now. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just say for argument's sake, it's, you know, middle of September on a Wednesday night, and you've got the Royals playing the Pirates, and both of them are out of the race. I mean, nobody's, nobody's going to be into that game. I get it. But my whole point around, about the, around the showboating thing is that if everyone's doing it, I find that it, it, it's less... Um, uh, irritating. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's it's much of an issue. Well, because it becomes the norm, so it's 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 been normalized. Well, yeah. It's but it's not even that. It, what it is, it's 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 you're not. I don't feel like they're showing the up the other team. They're not showing up the pitcher. The the hitter. The pitcher's not showing up the batter. It's 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 a genuine display of jubilation and emotion. And I, I, I and so therefore, to me, I find it to be actually exhilarating and exciting, and, and it adds to the flavor. Of the whole thing, you add, you combine the immense amount of skill that are on display, right? Right. The intensity because these guys are playing for their country, so they're super into it. And then a little bit of the hot dog and the mustard and the showboating and all that stuff. Highly entertaining. Yeah. I, look, I, I had no idea. I just flipped on, flipped to it because one day, and I was just kind of like, eh, all right, you know, I'll give it a go. Uh, just, you know, there's nothing else really on. I mean, the Knicks are completely unwatchable. There's no reason to watch them for five seconds. No, no. So, uh, you know, the Knicks are completely unwatchable, and I, I don't know. I, it, it, there was nothing else on, so I flipped on. I flipped it on, and I was, uh, I, I, I got into it right away. Um, uh, your squad, Team Tribe, was, was a huge story. Team Israel. They, oh, yeah? they, they were yeah. expected to get sent packing early. They beat a bunch of teams. Um, their manager... I want to say what what's his name? Something Weinstein, I believe. He coaches at like a community college, like Sacramento City Community College, mm-hmm. but it sent like twenty guys to the major leagues since oh, he's wow. been a coach there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting story. Now he's he's like a roving instructor for a major league team. And I mean the guy's just a baseball lifer. He's like 75 years old. Yeah. You know, he looks younger though. The guy's just you know, just a really interesting story about that guy. 
Um, I Davis on that squad. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, Ike getting it done. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Bring Mikey Lieberthal out of, uh, out of retirement? Uh, no, I don't think he was out of retirement. But, oh, like for instance, Team Canada, Ryan Dempster came out of retirement and oh, pitched yeah. for them. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, he's not trying to get back into the major leagues, but he hasn't pitched in the major leagues, I think, in two years. Here's the, uh, here's the USA roster. Okay. All right, so the pitchers. Chris Archer. Yeah. Your guy, Brett Cecil. Oh. That's your guy. By the way, I, I, I'm on. I, uh, oh, he, I, he is going to throw throw up zeros no. against you. It's going to make you crazy. Well, well, maybe maybe because the Mets faced him so far in the spring. One inning, six runs, six hits. Right. So yeah. you have you, you, you. Is that right against the Mets? Yes, against the Mets. <laughs> no, he did that in the spring this year. I read it. One inning, six hits, six runs. Oh, you're going to be so enraged. I, I'm on record. I'm on record as saying the worst free agent signing this year, and maybe in the last ten years, is the Cardinals giving Brett Cecil four million, four years, and thirty million dollar contract. That, that does seem a for excessive. a mediocre at best middle innings lefty reliever. Are you actually going to go out and say that you're going to that you? Not gonna have a hard time against him when when the, when the Mets face him. When the Mets gonna just uh, just score runs on, on him at will. Well, listen, like they uh, did against Tyler Clipdoggy. Uh, of course they won't. Who's on the team also? Yes, he is. And oh, that was the. Uh, I'll get to that. The, so uh, uh, don't let me forget. I want to get to a very uh, exciting little uh, turn of events that involved Tyler Clipper the other night, uh, USA against the Dominican Republic. But here's the thing about Brett Cecil. See, because I expect the Mets to crush him, he will, of course, shut them down, and it will only fuel my anger even more. It will only add insult to injury That's what more. I see happening. Yeah. This could be because he's pitching for the Knolls. Right. And no matter who the Knolls Randy Choke. So Randy Choke getting key outs in the playoffs. I know, but, but I mean... Did I not bring up Brett Cecil to you like completely out of the blue last year? Yeah. How is this guy still in the major leagues? <laughs> every time I watch a Blue Jays game, he comes in the game, he blows the game every single time. He's got a lot of cool tats, man. And, and look at look at his look. And he wears a stupid goggles too, so that's even more enraging. Oh, and is he also a single digit guy? Does he have the nerve to wear seven <laughs> or something like that as well as a pitcher? Remember. I don't. Yeah, remember. I mean, uh, and that, by the way, uh, you're going to tell me he's on the pitcher, the the, 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 the Stroman, Adios, Adios, the New York. Brett uh, 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 Stroman, the, you know the, I'm not a big the fan. kid from the Blue Jays, wearing number eight. Fan. No, bye bye. And Chris Leak, uh, pitcher for the Cardinals, another pitcher yeah, wearing number Kelly, eight. Kelly Leak, adios, adios. Yeah. So if you're a pitcher, you don't get to wear a single digits no. under no, no circumstances. Under no circumstances. No, can't do it. Can't do it. Sorry, can't, can't have it. Cannot have it. Oh, by the way, and by the way, we're getting even worse. Speaking of which. So uh, you know you know Ty Montgomery right from the Packers yeah so they made him a running back in the middle of the year so we got to keep number eighty apparently he's going to be able they're moving a running back full time but he's keep eighty yeah he's a Packer yeah so I mean what, why even have why even have a sport why even have a sport if you're going to let a running back wear number eighty eight why even have a, it was bad enough that they allowed the, the, all the wide receivers to wear digit uh, teen you know d- d- uh, numbers in the teens from like ten to nineteen that's I, ridiculous you know I can deal with that now no, just because uh, no, I don't like uh, it. I don't I, like it. I don't, I don't love it, but I Occasional can. dispensation, okay. If all their 80s numbers are taken, you know, I understand Lance Allworth wore number 19. Uh, Don Maynard wore number 19. Yeah, Lucky Whitehead, you don't get to wear a 13. That, exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Actually, Lucky Whitehead shouldn't get to wear any number under any Well, okay, but I'm just saying, I, yeah. I just I, I don't like receivers wearing those numbers in the teens, and I especially can't have a running back wearing number 88. No, it's so Alright, so go ahead. Alright, so so your boy Brett Cecil. Yeah. Tyler Clipdoggy. Yep. Danny Duffy. Yeah. Sam Dyson. Yeah. Gibbons. Yep. Luke Gregerson. Uh-huh. Jay Happ. Yep. 
Nate Jones, Jake McGee, who only throws fastballs. Yep. Um, uh, our, our guy, Mark Mellencon. Uh-huh. Mark Melanson, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Miller, best pitcher in baseball. Yep. Been getting smoked in the WBC. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little overwork. He's not, yeah. Uh, I, I, if I was a, a, an Indians fan, I would not be happy right now. Mm. Yeah, he's not looked good at all. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Pat Neshek, uh-huh. under Mariner. Yep. Tanner Rourke. Yep. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Uh, my boy David Robertson. Yes. Jeff Samarja. Yeah. Jeff Samarja, he, I, no, he, never, he never, never gets anybody. Good. No, he's never been good. I, he got more of the more ridiculous he's, contracts he's, he's in baseball. He's a good receiver. With yeah. The, with the, yeah. With the, with the no, I mean, he looks the part. You know, big guy, throws hard, strikes got people out. Never never any good. Yes. Yeah. Drew uh, Smiley. Yeah. These Marcus, are all the pitchers. Yeah. Marcus Stroman. Yeah. Wearing number six. Yeah. Unacceptable. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, Alex Wilson. All right. Uh, catchers. Jonathan Lucroy yeah. and Buster Posey. Right. Very good. Infielders. That's Nolan right. Arenado. Right. Alex Bregman. Um, Arenado's had a horrendous WBC. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Crawford. That's who the shorts is. Brandon Crawford from the Giants. Very good player. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Right. And Goldschmidt and Hosmer share first base. If one of them DHs sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's a very good team. Josh Harrison. Yeah. He also plays here and there. Kid from the Pirates. Yeah. Yep. Eric Hosmer. Yeah. Ian Kinsler. Yeah. Daniel Murphy. Yeah. Daniel Murphy. Right. Yeah. Adam Jones. Yeah. Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. Gene Carlos Stanton, yep. Chris Yelp, Chris Yelp, yeah, and the just uh, for as long as we're going through this whole list, we'll go through the coaches and manager. But well, manager, Jim. of course, is Jimmy Lamb. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we got Alan Trammell, uh-huh. Willie Randolph, yep, Tino, yeah, Constantino yep. Martinez, Tino Martinez, Jeff yep. Jones, yeah, I remember Jeff Jones, pitcher for the Yankees. Uh huh. Um, no, that was Jimmy Jones. And it was Jimmy Jones. Was a pitcher for the Padres, right? Yeah, they, they might have also had a Jeff Jones. Um, uh, Rich, Rich Donnelly Mets yeah. Rich Donnelly No And uh, Tom Brookins Yankees had him Yeah So 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 Willie Randolph Nice Nice spot out of him Calling uh, Rachel Robinson First Jackie's uh, Widow And asking permission Don 42 Third base coach For the USA mm. Very nice touch mm. By Willie By the way Guys should have a job In baseball somewhere too It's ridiculous Absolute mm. joke Yeah um, Yeah I mean he, he, he definitely should have a job somewhere Oh So Speaking of which, so there was the USA was playing Venezuela in one of these games, right? So Leland's the manager. Um, uh, Carlos Guillen is the manager, no general manager for Venezuela. The yeah, shortstop for the, the manager for, for the Tigers. Correct. So Leland managed managed with Carlos Guillen, not Jose Carlos correct. Guillen. Carlos Guillen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maglio Ordonez, coach on that team. Mm-hmm. Matt, Boy, that, that dude could hit. So another Tiger, right? Mm-hmm. He's a Tiger. Leland, Tiger manager. Mm-hmm. Carlos Guillen, Tiger, general manager from Venezuela. Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez in the game. Both Tigers. I mean, it was crazy Tiger. Like right. Ian Kinsler, Tiger. There was like all these Tiger a lot, a lot connections. Tigers. Yeah. Um, Manny Machado, Tyler Clippard, 4-2 game, seventh inning last week, DR versus USA. Hits a bomb. They're playing in San Diego in Petco Park, right? Mm-hmm. At night, marine layer, ball doesn't... First of all, hard to hit a home run in Petco Park to begin with. Yeah. Second of all, ball doesn't carry very well there at night, particularly when the marine layer is there. Hits a bomb to right center field. Off the bat, you're like, that thing is crushed. It's gone, right? He knows it's crushed. Everybody knows it's crushed. Adam Jones goes, you know, galloping over, up over the wall in a crowd of people, basically. Snatch, brings it back. 
Machado, you know, obviously they played together, their teammates mm-hmm. on the Orioles. Machado, in between first and seconds like this, tips the cap to him. Yeah. Gives him Adam Jones gives him right back to him. It was yeah. a very, very cool moment. Yeah. Really, really cool. I mean, so it was. So that was so cool because it was incredible dis, uh, skills on display. A bomb, a great catch, right? And then you had sort of the mutual admiration side between teammates, but now playing against each other in the World Baseball Classic. It just had a lot of really cool elements. Oh, by the way, did you? And that the, proved to be very big because the next hitter was Robinson Cano, and he went opposite field yard to make the game four three. Now nice. I get it. I'm not saying he would have given up back to back home runs and would tie the game, but still, right. Did you hear that story about about the Orioles? How they passed on trying to sign Joey Bats just because because uh, supposedly the fans hate him. The fans players hate him. Right. Supposedly the players hate him too. I mean, it seems like supposedly. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, he's not popular. We know that everybody wants him. Apparently, uh, Mr. Odor is not alone, and people want to punch yeah, him. Yeah, but Mr. Odor is not. Oh, and he's. I think he's on the Venezuelan team. He is. That's yeah. that's who's on that team. Um. He he's not exactly popular himself. Yeah. He's not exactly uh, a real popular guy around Major League Baseball circles either. So uh, anyway, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Joey Bass, by the way, no one's ever thrown a strike to him. Yeah, no. I, he, listen, he's a moaner and groaner. I get it. If I were a Yankee fan, I'd probably hate him too. Um, oh, and Seth Lugo, uh, the Met pitcher, is pitching tonight for their team Puerto Rico. Mm. He pitched five innings. Of one hit shutout ball against that Venezuela lineup two starts ago, nice. and then his last outing against the DR, he pitched okay. He got into got into the sixth inning. He gave up three runs, which you know against that lineup is actually not that not yeah. that bad. So the Times wrote an article about the WBC, just yeah. saying how if, if MLB wants to wants to improve yep. their product and get fans involved, it's amazing. This model, not it's funny not, I, not having like a constant barrage on the senses like they do with basketball it's games. It's funny the constant music and the just the blaring. Yeah, like like fans having to be prodded into when to you know, right. to cheer for the you know, right. Just, it's funny. They must they must listen to the podcast because I said that exact same thing last week or two weeks ago when I was talking about WBC. I said, hey, instead of Changing the, the rules, come of this idiocy where now you don't have to throw four pitches for an intentional walk. Even though it's a guy like Dallas you can't throw an intentional walk. Correct. Correct. Without throwing the ball over the backside. Right. Guys who have the yips or, you know, I mean, listen, I, I understand. To save like, 15 seconds? It's ridiculous. It's absurd. Oh, and here's the one thing. They did institute this idiotic rule, which I hate in the World Baseball Classic, is game goes extra innings. You put runners on first and second and nobody else in the 10th inning. What? Wait, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah. So this is how it went down the other night. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. That's their equivalent of, of overtime. With I the, guess, yeah. You know, yeah. the ball that's coming. And it's come up in Major League Baseball. They do that, I'm out. That, I'm out. I'm that's, out. That's Thank you. That's a wrap. If they do that in Major League Baseball, I'm That is out. not what Abner Doubleday <laughs> had in mind, I can assure you. So anyway, uh, so perfect example... So you think, generally speaking, okay, you just bond. That's not my baseball. No, that is not my baseball at all. That's not my baseball of Red. My, my baseball is Ruth, yes. Garrett, that's DiMaggio. Right. That's right. Rizzuto. Right, right. That's right. Mantle. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, not really. I mean, our baseball is more Reggie and Daryl and Doc and, you know, Greg Keith. Nettles and Keith and Bucky Dent's home run and whatever. But nevertheless, um, so that happened the other night. Netherlands against Puerto Rico. Netherlands get first and second, get the bunt down. They intentionally walk the next guy, bases loaded. Guy hits into a double play. Inning over. Mm-hmm. Now Puerto Rico comes up the next the top, the bottom of the inning, 
They automatically get runners on first and second. Right. They get the bunt down. Netherlands walks the guy. Bases loaded, one out. Guy hits sack fly to center field. Game over. Game over. Mm. I mean, it's, it's just, it's dumb. I mean, I just, it has nothing to do with the sport. It's so, yeah. It has nothing to do with the sport. I don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. And again, my whole thing is, if you like baseball, you don't need shorter games. I don't need shorter games. I like the sport. It's perfectly fine. That's 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 the appeal of the sport is that there isn't a clock. I don't find look. It's better than watching a game on a baseball game on TV. It's better than watching an NFL game. The the commercial breaks are, are fairly quick but, you in know, Major but, League but, Baseball. You know, that's time, a pace time, to the it. time between pitches. Like you can't have Steve Traxel. No, you can't have no. I, I get that. Two I, minutes between pitches. I understand that you don't. You don't want to have guys. You know, in the Mike Hargroves. You know, but he was an anomaly. It was kind of fun. It was part of the sort of the fabric, the color of the game, the human rain delay when he would get up there. The bat. But no, now it's every guy's got to you know do his his no more Garcia Paris Jeter thing with the this and yeah. I get it. it. It gets to be a little bit annoying. I understand that. That's fine. And there were games when we were growing up. A two-one game would be played in two hours, two and a half hours. That you know now, you know so, now so, as Michael Kay would say, an unmanageable three and a half hours. Right, exactly right, because <laughs> he's got somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah. You you have a lot to complain about, Michael. You're making a million dollars to watch baseball games and announce them. He's got, well, he's got some stage to prep for and announce them poorly. I might add. Yes. Um, so yeah. In any you event, know, we can't all have Keith and Ron. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. And Gary. That's right. We can't have those three guys. That's right. That's right. They are. Uh, they are uh, outstanding. I get, I get Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, yeah, the glass uh, is always yeah, full. Michael. Kenny, and, the glass uh, is always and, full. And Paul Kenny, and, uh, Kenny rose colored glasses. Singleton. Oh boy. Well, yeah. oh, by the way, here, here's the, here's one of the downsides to to. Kenny the, likes good music. That's what I'll say for him. Uh, I mean, he, look, he often gives uh, gives good music uh, a shout out. Kenny Singleton. He seems like a very nice he's man. Nice guy. I'm he's sure he's a nice guy. You'd love to have a beer with. He just he happens to see the world through Yankee pinstripe colored glasses. Shoot to get loose one to produce as Eddie Murray used to say oh he had a good pass at that one yeah, yeah when I'm when I'm when I've scored one run in 38 innings uh-huh. and I'm getting and I'm, I'm having my offensive players praised because okay. they fouled the ball a fastball right down because they fouled the back oh he had a good pass at that well and also the phrase a good pass I mean can you just say good swing oh, I mean yeah. you have to say a good pass you have to use your cool fancy baseball jargon which you get non-stop from this dull John Smoltz he is a horror show of an announcer here's what John Smoltz gave me the other night he's talking about Javier ba- Baez right you know mm-hmm. he's known for striking out a lot mm-hmm. Javier Baez has, 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 has wait what did he say he has has a, a something a, 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 a large ability to swing and miss a large ability to swing huh? and miss huh? oh I'm sorry I didn't know that that was a good uh, oh really Huh? Oh, that, so that's instead of just saying he strikes out a lot, right? No, no, no. We have to try to use cool baseball jargon, which mm. that I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that's, that's supposed, supposed to be. be. Yeah, awful. He stinks. Yeah, Josh, smells, smells, smells doesn't bother. Oh, he's awful. That just listen to him. Listen, trust me on this one. Just listen to him for a, a little while. Just yeah. really listen to him. He's and then you've got Matt Baskurgeon is his partner. Mm-hmm. Who, but by the way, I don't know if you knew I this. I believe my friend went to high school with him. Was that right? Mistaken. Yeah. Now I see him on Baseball Network again. He seems like a nice enough guy. He certainly is a big baseball fan. I believe got to start doing games for the XFL games. Is that right? Yes, because I saw that they did that thirty for thirty or whatever on the XFL. I, I didn't see that. I have to yeah, watch. It was interesting. Um, but uh, I just recently saw a He Hate Me. Oh, Workaholics did a, a He Hate Me Yes, reference. they did. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. That's right. <laughs> Rod Smear. Yes, that's right. Um, 
But uh, Vaskurgeon to me is like, he sounds like a guy who's imitating like the old time guys, like the Bob Murphys, the the Vince Scullys, the you know Jack Bucks. No to play by Julian. Yeah, Blood. yeah, yeah. He, he's kind of he seems to be. He seems very aware of, of the way he does a game. I, it doesn't come off as naturally, uh, yeah, authentic. It's right. not that authentic. Not, no. uh, but in any event, and again, that's why that's why those those guys that do the games at Shea, yeah, they're very I good. Know, it's not City Field; it's still Shea to me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Now listen, Ronnie and Gary and Keith are uh, Keith, they're, they're he, tremendous. He's not happy with with the direction so the game great. has taken. There's nothing better. He, with his, what is going uh-huh. on? Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah. Oh, too uh-huh. well. That's just lazy. <laughs> he's just lazy. <laughs> he's great. Yeah, uh, th- those games late in the year last year when they were beating up on the Phillies bullpen, the Phillies bull- pitchers wouldn't couldn't oh, yeah. strike. Yes, yeah. Keith oh, yeah. was because you know Keith right. just wants to get back to his house in Sag Harbor, and he's <laughs> irritated to. Beyond to no end, that he's got to sit here through this morass of one terrible pitcher coming out. Poorly played baseball that was not played in that fashion. (laughs) No, it was not. No, it was not. By then, he would have had you know half a pack of cigarettes and uh, a six pack of Budweiser already. Smoke like a big leaguer. (laughs) Oh man. Anyway, spring training. Are you you excited? The Yankees have played very well. Yes. yeah, I, I do not expect them to repeat repeat what they've done in, in, in the spring. I mean, well, they're, they're like they're scoring, they're scoring eight runs a game, and they're, right. they're doing it against uh, against you know the the, the fifth the, the fifth starters at single A ball. Uh, my my goal for the season is just to develop the young guys. I'm not uh, you know I, I want to see some progress. I'm not expecting to make the playoffs, even though you know. Joe Girardi can spend, can spout his. You well, know, he should. You know, he's got to. The match. He's, he's got to. Say his, you know, we you know we're, we're, we're measured by winning championships. Fine. Right. Um, I just need to see progress. That's what I need to see. I, I don't need to see. I need to. I, you know, I I don't need to see any more Ellsbury. I don't need to see any more Gardy. I, I know what I have from those guys. Right. Um, Boy, that Ellsbury has been one awful. That is that is lackluster. <laughs> oh man, you can possibly imagine nothing like paying twenty million dollars a it's year for not, a seven. It's not been a strong, not a strong sign. Sorry. Oof. No. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A guy with no power giving me three twenty on base percentage. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Not Thanks. great. Appreciate it. <laughs> not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, I I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility you guys make the playoffs. I really it don't. Happen, but I, I don't. I, I just listen. Uh, I think the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox. I, I understand their lineup is great. I, I I don't. I don't believe in their pitching at all. I, I know Sale's great. I know Porcello won the Cy Young last year. Uh, his career year so. for him. No way he repeats that. He's Rick Porcello's a good. He's like a good third, third starter. starter. Yeah, he's a nice third starter. Uh, and David Price is... He's going to miss the first month of the season. Yeah, right? and, 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 and you can never trust him in a big game. Right. And he's His about... numbers are not great. They're awful. And, yeah, I you know, and he was not that good for the Red Sox last year. No, either. he wasn't. He wasn't. You know? He scored 20 runs a game. Well, that's the only reason why he won as many games as he did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, listen, I, I, I don't I don't think they're, they're, they're the runaway lock that a lot of people seem to believe they are. We'll see if the Killer Bees keep... Uh, keep Keep developing. Well, development already developed. Yeah, Bogarts and Bogarts Bats and Bradley. And Bradley. Yeah, and who's Ben Intended? Ben Intended. Yeah, no, their lineup. Look, their everyday lineup should be good. And they made a very shrewd pickup with uh, um, uh, Mitch Moreland. To I mean, look, he's not going to be big poppy. Nobody's big poppy, but he's going to give you good numbers. He's going to give them good and, numbers. And worse, and worse, he's probably going to give you like 20, 80. At, at worst, by the way, I was this close to saying Keith Moreland. <laughs> was this Mitch Moreland, yeah. yeah, Mitch. It's Mitch Moreland. Did you say Keith? No, I said Mitch. Okay, but I was this close to right. saying Keith. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh-huh. Because I'm that guy now. It's like the way... It's the way Jim always used to call... He could never call Barry Bonds. He would always call him Bobby Bonds. Right. As, 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 I'm, 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 I'm him now. I basically <laughs> turned into my father. I'm that guy now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't... I, you know, I got to... Yeah. It's like, yeah, he would call... Yeah, yeah, yeah unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I, th- I mean, listen. I think the Yankees could surprise a lot of people, but at the very least... You should be, you know, it should be an exciting year because the end of the year, I want to see Glyber Torres. I want yes. to see Clint Frazier. Yes. What's he doing about his hair, though? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a very important. I question. mean, could they? I don't, I don't think there's really much to that. Just that there's, it's, it's not even a story. No, I, I know, I know. But of it's course, it got played up a lot in the, in the New York papers. They can't help themselves. And by the way, I. I take issue with the ESPN guys. I, you know, I generally uh, between uh, Andrew Marchand and um, and Wallace Matthews, yeah. I, 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 I find their comms somewhat informative. Okay, they both have a thing about Girardi. They do not like Girardi. Girardi can manage for me any day. He's a good manager. Any day. He's a good manager. I could probably see why they don't like. He, he comes off as kind of whiny. And he's not great with the media. I could care less. Well, of course, nor, nor should, should you. Be less important. Nor should you. As a fan, you shouldn't. I mean, look, the guy lives play- sleeps baseball, yeah. lives and dies with every loss. Team plays hard. Apparently, he, he takes every loss. I'm sure he really does. Hard. That's what I want from my manager. That well, is into every single second. Yeah, of the I game. mean, you, you got to have you know. Listen, it's such a long season. You got to you know try to strike some kind of a balance there. But no, look, it's hard to argue with the job that the guy's done. I mean, it really is. Uh, you know. Harold notwithstanding, I, I, I understand. Team for the last I understand. Years. Two years ago, you know that that play in or playoff game against the Astros was 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 tough to take. Remember, was, remember I, I uh, remember I thought they should have rescinded their invitation. Well, it was a miracle they even made it. It was a miracle they, they even no got business, there. They had no business. They had no there. business even getting there in the first place. And then last year, they, they were played, one of the worst teams in baseball by, by the time they were awful. Season was over. Awful. They and, couldn't beat anybody. And then, and you know, the fact would you guys win 84, 85 games last year, yeah. something like that. I, mean, I, mean, I think they lost that game two nothing. Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, Dallas Keuchel shut you guys out. But even last year's record was was better than what the team actually had. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, listen, I think the guy's a very good manager. He's 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 not particularly likable. I don't think he's kind of whiny and stuff like that. But he's a very good manager. So. Um, as as Andrew Marchand frequently uh, quotes him saying, "It's not what you want. It's not what you want." What's that? That's oh, like a, it's like a Girardi says that a lot. To, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joey loosely yeah. phrase. It's so. not what you want. All right, let's take a quick break. a lot of time on baseball. We did. I know. I know. Well, it is America. It's been a while since baseball's gotten this much coverage. It used to be America's pastime. And it certainly doesn't feel like baseball weather since it's about 25 degrees out right now. And windy. <laughs> but uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with some football right after this. Back here on a Wednesday evening episode of Jamal About Sports, and of course, the great Led Zeppelin with Heartbreaker. That's a take to the Desert Island album, Led Zeppelin 2. No doubt. No diz out, as the kids would say. I wore that album out. Oh, forget it. Non-stop. I, that was one. I got that album, you know, the literal album, in seventh grade uh, at a record store on the Miracle Mile. Out uh, by uh, Grandma Lilla's house mm-hmm. with my mom's, and I brought that thing back. And I, I mean, 
I, you know, with the headphones, with the long cords, so I could sit on my bed and could plug it into the record player. Right, my mm-hmm. well, I had like a stereo system, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just I wore that thing out. I listened to it all the time. You know, I remember uh, I had it on cassette, mm-hmm. and uh, when I used to work at Schoenberg, mm-hmm. the guys down in the warehouse. Let's suffice to say they'd never probably been exposed to much Led Zeppelin, right? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, not exactly. Uh, you know, yeah, much reason that they would have. They would a lot of British that. hard rock. Yeah, not big fans. So anyway, I just I, I knew they would dig it. I just mm-hmm. knew they'd dig it if they listened to it. Right. Those guys wore that. They was all. It was playing nonstop probably for six months. Nice. They, they, these guys, they were they all were, were you know they right. were into it. And they played it all the time. Yeah. Every time you went down, there was up and two. Right. Playing. Well, obviously, very large uh, blues influence uh, in Jimmy Page's guitar playing. So not that surprising. Yeah. All right, we get to the NFL, and uh, I did a little bit on free agency a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, we've got the draft coming up. They had the combine I think, I think we've, been, we've been doing our due diligence. We have, we have. Because what are we trying to find? Football players. I will have football players on my football team. Yes. Uh, and Jerry will he will listen to my advice. Yes, I, I'm going to get Jerry football players. I mean, it would behoove him to. I mean, it would be well within his best interest. Particularly the second round. I'm getting somebody <laughs> in the second round who will actually suit up and play for me. That's what I'm doing. Uh, what, what are you going to do, Jerry? Because I'm going to get you a football player. Speaking of second round picks that you're not Jake Butt? Am I drafting Jake Butt? Well, it's pretty, just mark it down now. Or, or the cornerback, because, or Sidney Jones. Because you need. Well, he actually may play this. He's, he's not. He's, he's, he tore his Achilles. He's not playing this year. I know he said so. Jalen Smith said he was going to play right, last year. Right. Did he tear his Achilles, though? It's, I saw torn Achilles on, okay. uh, on the NFL network. Okay. If he tore his Achilles, yes, unfortunately for that young man, he's not playing. Um, so you can pretty much guarantee those guys are going to be in the second. So he tore that at his pro day, right? Uh-huh. So, so uh-huh. just like backpedaling, it was like you know, it was and it was towards the end of the day of yeah. drills. So here's the thing: um, this this this, this stuff needs to stop. This this stuff. Well, particularly for him, you had no right. reason to do it. Not none. And and now you just I just saw. Um, my guy Fabian Moreau. I shouldn't say my guy. Our yeah, guy yeah, Fabian Moreau. Uh, Hurts bench bench pressing. Benching. Because that's what I need my cornerbacks right. doing. I, I care how many bench, how, how many times my corners can rep 225 pounds. That has a lot to do with playing cornerback so in the NFL. It's yeah. so stupid. Because you know, you know who's probably a real big bench guy? is Deion Sanders. I bet he was a big yeah, bench exactly. guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, obviously, I'm not saying Fabian Moreau's Deion Sanders, but he is six foot tall, about 200 pounds, and ran a 4.35 at the combine. That's pretty much all I need to see. And, and well, but again, you watch his tape, though. See, the combine and these pro days, all this stuff, all you wanted to do is validate what you watch on film. That's all you – if you see a guy – like, for instance, uh, if you get a guy who is unproductive in college and then he blows up the combine, to me that just means he might be able to be drafted as a project sometime late, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round. Right. Or maybe he's a priority free agent. Other than that, you know, I mean, wouldn't you think the days of Mike Mula are long gone now? You would think – you know, I, think, but I mean, I, where, where guys guys tested the roof, and all of a sudden, you know, like this so Obi Melon Fonwu, for instance, right? The, the, this freakish athlete from UConn, six four, not a tape. He seems like a decent player, right? But, uh, right. Somebody, somebody's. I don't. He's six four. I don't think somebody's taking him in the first. He's six four two twenty five. Right. He he tested blew, through the roof of the combine. He ran in the four fours at the combine. He did every other drill. Jumped through the roof. Jumped through the roof. Which listen. 
certain things like 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 Leonard Fournette didn't have a good vertical leap. Like I care about a 240-pound running back who can run fast if he has a vertical leap or not. Did you watch the guy play in college against sure, the sure, SEC sure, sure. at the highest level for a team where they knew he was getting the ball pretty much every single time? And, and I'm going to worry about his vertical I, I don't, leap? I, yeah, I honestly, I don't think too many scouts are ridiculous. Are yeah, but the that. way they cover the combat, exactly. you're like, well, that's, well, they have to have someone to talk That's about. disappointing. Who cares? It's disappointing. Ridiculous. The only guy is actually, to me, that actually is the best about that is Daniel Jeremiah. Because he, he, act, he actually worked in an NFL uh, front right. office and actually knows stuff, mm-hmm. uh, unlike Mike Mayock, who thinks he knows everything. Um, but doesn't. But uh, by the way, you may or may not have heard Mike Mayock played at, at BC. Boston College, yes, yeah. and he did play for the Giants too. I don't know if you knew that as well. Uh, you may. It's actually the Eagles. Uh, no, he played for the Giants. I think. Really? Yeah. Huh? Google it. I thought he played one year for the Giants. Maybe he also played for the Eagles for a year, but I'm pretty sure he played for the Giants. And I think he had an interception. Actually, I think maybe even against the Cowboys in a game. Um, but anyway, uh, one of the funnier parts of the combine was um, they showed a tweet from his daughter, who, by the way, looks to be quite attractive. Is that right? Uh, yeah, saying, she's not a fan of his dancing. Well, she, she wrote, ah, it's that time of year where father reminds the world that he may have played football <laughs> at some point. <laughs> That's great. It was very good. It was very good. Props to, uh, to, to Ms. Mayock. Yeah, that was very funny. Nice. Remember um, last year when he was doing his Rapper's Delight and she tweeted, please stop? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and he also likes to give shout-outs to Par- Par- uh, Parliament Funkadelic as well. He's got moves. Yeah, he was doing it this year. I mean, he listen, he, 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 I, I appreciate his enthusiasm, and he does Play for the Steelers, uh, the Toronto Argonauts, uh, and the New York Football Giants. Thank you, sir. Good spot. Thank you, sir. So no Eagles, but the Giants. Anyway. Spanning years 81 through 83. There you go. But, yeah, look. It was a 10th-round pick. Yeah. Out of Boston College. Right. Yep. We knew we played at BC. Um, I mean, again, these pro days, I mean, if you're already going to be a first-round pick, what are you doing drills at a pro day for? I, pro days should Such be for marginal guys. I mean, you know you know who pro days are for? They're for the Chris Greenwoods of the world. Remember him? He was a fifth-round pick from the Lions. The Cowboys picked him up at the Lions cut and put him on a practice squad a few years ago. He played at Albion College, a small Division three school in Michigan. When Michigan had their pro day, he got invited to go to that pro day. So happened the Lions had some scouts there because it was Michigan. He blew, you know, he, he, had, he ran sub 4-4 in the 40s, 6'1", 200 pounds. You know, he did all the tests out the drills and then ended up getting to be a fifth-round pick. It's good for guys like that. But if you're already going to be a first-round pick, what the hell are you doing there's stupid pro day There's nothing for? to be gained. It's silly. It makes no sense. Um, so, anyway, uh, I, you know, I, I, I just I, – there's way too much emphasis put on these things. Um, again. You know, you can see, you can see um, you know, guys playing in their last bowl game. If it's not, a, it's not a playoff game. Some people skip it. Some people don't. We've seen Jalen Smith and Jake Butt right. s- suffer severe yeah. injuries in right. those games. And then you have guys who just, you know, just they, they just want to be out there. Right. Adore Jackson. I mean, it wasn't a, a big injury, but he got hurt in the bowl game. Right. right. Uh, the USC-Penn State. State game. That guy um, can play for me any day. I don't, uh, care. I don't care what some of these guys By the say. way, Lions take him at 21. Uh, I don't care. I understand he's raw at corner. At the very worst, you're getting, you're, you're getting a potential um, Devin Hester. Here's that guy's guy's eight kick returns. I know. So, you know, kick and punt returns. Listen, a smart team will get him the ball five times on offense in a game. He'll be your primary punt returner, and at worst, he should be your starting nickel corner. At worst, 
At worst, I think. I would agree with that. Or, or your dime. I Maybe he's not your nickel. Maybe he's your dime. Cowboys Fine. would never do it, but I wouldn't kill him if they took him at 28. I, I would kill the Lions if they took him at 21. And look, here's the thing with the Lions. They need game breakers. We don't have any game breakers on either side of the ball. We have nobody disrupts anything on defense. We have no disruptors on defense. And on offense, we have no big playmakers. The, and a guy who can completely change the or game. Well, we didn't last year. I mean, punt, you know, right. any, any given punt return can completely change Correct. the momentum of the game. Correct. Which the Lions don't, haven't had a guy to do that since Mel Gray. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seemingly. Yeah. Kevin Williams was maybe my last decent punt return. Right. I mean, so, I, listen. Uh, you know, Again, a smart team is going to draft that guy. Like, <clears throat> probably, I hate to say it, the Patriots. Although they don't have their first-round pick now because they traded for uh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, but they might get him back from Malcolm Butler. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a word on the street. Yeah, but they, they can't get their own pick back, I don't think. I don't think that's allowed. They also made an under-the-radar move. They traded for Coney Ealy. They did trade for that Coney Ealy. He'll be a stud for them. That was that was a good pick, and they also traded for Dwayne Allen, who, of course, can never stay healthy for the Colts. Somehow it'll be, oh, he'll, he'll, found, he'll find the fountain of youth over there in New England, and he'll be healthy the whole time, and he'll turn into, you know, they're really good. No, nothing ever affects them. No, it's, it's unbelievable. Me, it's, it's insane. We don't, we don't, we don't it's don't unbelievable. To them. Uh, so there is a uh, a theory being posited. I think it came up on PTI on Monday first um, that Kaepernick is being uh, blackballed. blackballed yeah. yeah. What say you? It's it's hard to say. I mean, he's he's looked. His numbers weren't terrible last year. 16 touchdowns, four interceptions on a wretched, wretched football team. Yeah. Their best receiver. Here, here's all you need to know about the, the, the 49ers last year. You know who their best receiver was? Torrey Smith. Jeremy Curley. Really? Uh-huh. Who the Lions traded to the 49ers in training camp for a backup guard who was on the practice squad this year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That, 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 he was their top dog, Jeremy Curley. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, and also, and also when you when you nice start the season with, with Blaine Gabert as your as your starter. Yeah. Listen, I, I, you know I was never a huge Kaepernick guy, but uh, this idea that you know all these these losing seasons are all on him. It seems like when he had a good coach and good players around him, the guy played well. Yeah. What's so why is it such a crazy concept? He had. A, I gotta a, think somebody's gonna somebody's gonna pick him up at some point. Is that, Dude, Josh McCown just got signed ahead of him. It makes no sense. It, it, it's so stupid. Is there a worse quarterback in the NFL in the last 15 years than Josh McCown? He had that one 10-game stretch, whatever it was, for, for the, the Bears. Bears and yeah, four that. years ago. Five awful. years ago. Yeah. yeah. When he threw 400 yeah. yards against, of course, against my squad. Right. Yeah. He, Josh McCown, stinks out loud, okay? I understand he's a great guy. He's a great locker room guy. He's a mentor. If you want him to be a backup quarterback and be a mentor to a young quarterback... Fine. He is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. The Jets aren't really going to roll him out there, are they? Who, 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 unless they draft somebody who they're going to play, who else are they rolling they, with? Their draft who are they going with? Bryce Petty? No. It's certainly not Christian Hackenberg. Chrissy Hacks? It's not Christian Hackenberg. One of the wor- some of the worst game film I've ever seen from a quarterback. It, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, so, I, I mean, they're not going with either of those two guys. So, right now, Josh McCown. Chino. Huh? GM just signed with the Giants to back up Eli. Mm. Yeah. Uh, How did I miss that? By the way, the Niners, nice job giving Pierre Garçon. Not a bad player. $16 million. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're, they're going to be one of the big winners in the off season. Like the like Jaguars, the ja- the Jaguars every year throw money all over the place, and literally the next year those guys get cut. Literally, <laughs> That's uh, true. Uh, Devon House, Julius Th- Julius Thomas. Uh, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Every year they give they they give guys huge contracts, and they're never even on the team for the next year. Yeah, I got my guy Churchy. Yeah, Barry Church is so left. Uh, Wilcox went to Tampa Bay. Is yes, it? he did. Uh, so you lost both your starting safeties. And, start, and both, well, no, uh, well, Wilcox wasn't a starter, but oh, he, he was, was a starter. He was a starter when when Church went down. He's, he's, you know, he played a lot. He played a lot. And two and, and two starting corners. And uh, Brandon Clark went to the Ravens. Right. And Mo went to the Jets. Right. Yeah. So Brandon Clark stinks. I, I don't think that's a big deal. He's average. He's average, and he. And he, he he's something to be said for a guy who can actually suit up. He does play. play every game, but he's old. I mean, he's not exactly. Not he's, he's, he's about as uh, he's about as mediocre. He's about as average as they come. So they replace him with Nolan Carroll, uh, Maryland, Maryland guy. guy. Yeah, by way by, by by way Notre Dame, he was a transfer to Maryland. Nolan Carroll's one of these guys that looks the part. He's always around the ball. Can never ever find the ball. He has terrible ball skills, and as a result, gets called for a lot of penalties. And he's always incredulous as to why. Um, I mean, look, the guy's f- physically looks. Everything you want. Um, can big, fast, can run, tough, tackles. Um, he, he just he has terrible ball skills. Yeah. And that's, but speaking of which, that's what terrifies me. I want no part of Marlon Humphrey. What's well, a D Milner 2.0? I, I, I want no part of I think he'll be better than D Milner. Well, D Milner hasn't done anything, so that's not really saying D Milner's out of the league. Right. He was at ninth pick much. in the draft. Everybody loved D Milner. Nobody was saying D Milner was going to be a bad player coming out of Alabama. Everybody's saying he was going to be a very good player. He's out of the league. I'm yeah. not a Marlon Humphrey guy. I don't think you can teach ball skills. You either have the ability to find the ball or you don't. And it's, you watch his film. He has terrible ball skills. Don't like it. Speaking of ball skills, switching from corner to safety, yeah. this guy, Lorenzo Jerome. Jerome. You want to see some ball skills. Watch this guy's highlight reel. Some of the interceptions this guy he now, makes are sick. I told you he's from. Well, he's, we're not talking about Lee Hooker, who who's made who's got ridiculous balls. Yeah, the guy from Ohio State. We're, we're no. reaching we're, deep because that's what we do here. We 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 reach. Lorenzo deep Jerome is from tiny St. Francis of PA College. Um, he had ridiculous you know, balls. He makes intercept. Makes some put up, acrobatic put, interceptions you'll ever put see. Put up huge numbers in college as far as interceptions and can return kicks. Um, you know, again, very small school. St. Francis, PA, is, is that even, is that D3? They play Villanova. Okay, so it's one double A, maybe then. I think it's one double A. But even, nevertheless, um, uh, here's the thing. He ran f- mid four. Under, s- he ran over a four five. It was like a four four five. No, at the combine, he ran mid four sixes. He ran slow. Did he? Yeah, he ran slow. Don't care. Then I watched him in the drills. You watch the way he backpedals. You watch, watch the way he goes and gets locates the ball, finds it in the air, goes and gets it, catches it, finishes it, high points Wait, it. I think you're right. I think he actually ran like a four seven. Yeah, he, or something he, he ran really four bad. six I five. Right. I think you're right. He had a yeah, bad. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. He had a bad time. I don't care. Don't care. The forty time for especially for a free safety when used properly. If you're going to use him as a ball hawk, not that big a deal. How many how many times are you going to have to turn and run and keep? You're already playing deep, right? You're already getting the cushion. He's, he's like 5'10", I think. 205 yeah. or something. Yeah, like the size is fine. Right. The size is fine. No, I mean, a, lot, a lot of people won't draft a safety under six feet. Where, where you get it, where you could get into problems is if you're going to try if you're going to use him improperly, and that's if you're going to man him up and try to put him in the slot against Gronkowski or Jordan Reed or one of the you know Travis Kelsey or one of these really good pass catching. Tight ends, and you're gonna to try to play him in man. 
probably not a good idea. No. But you want a guy who's going to go 100 mile, miles an hour every yep. play and will make he will he will be a turnover. Put machine. it this way, he's going to probably he's got the name. He's got you're not you're not going to be good with him like Lorenzo <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> Of course, that is homage to the great character on the Martin Show, Jerome. Um, but listen, uh, Lions take him in the fifth round. I'll, I'll be doing a jig. I'll be I'll be thrilled if they take him. Um, be so happy. I mean, th- this draft, and he will be a fifth round pick because this draft is so ridiculously deep with both corners and safeties. Corners yeah. and safeties. I mean, through the roof. I mean, what do you think of Josh Jones from NC State? You've done any, uh, any study? On I have him? not done any study on him. No. I have not. I'll tell you the guys I like a lot. Well, we talked about Fabian Moreau. I like him a lot. Um, I like, uh, love Lorenzo Jerome. I like, uh, what's his name? Chidi. Awuzier. Awuzier from He's Colorado. From Colorado. I like him a lot. Um, not a lot of ball production, though. No, I know. I know. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, well, the linebackers that I love. Uh, Hassan Reddick, I want the Lions to take him. I, lo- I would take Raquan McMillan in a second, in the second or third round. Lions draft him. Where are you playing him? Who? Hassan Reddick, outside linebacker. Mm. Either, either. Actually, or I t- you know what? I let them figure it out. If they think he can just be, get play, get football, get him player. on his field. Figure out. That's what you're paid to do. Yep. Oh, and my, my defensive coordinator. You know, I know he. You know he. You Rod know, Marinelli. Yeah. You know, I know he loves. He That's loves my his guy. Underdogs. That's my guy. Yeah, That's your guy. I know he loves his underdogs. Uh, can you let us actually pick a defensive lineman? Yeah. You know, I you know I know you can you can turn just just a guy into right. a slightly maybe slightly better yeah. than average player. No, yeah. can you actually get get me somebody who can play? It's not a great you know it's not it's certainly not a great year for defensive tackles. Um, you've got some uh, it's de- it's decent for edge rushers, but those guys always go high. So I don't even think you know like Jordan Willis, he's going to be gone at the end of the second round. He's oh, not yeah. last in the third round. round. Not a chance. Uh, you know the kid from. Um, from uh, Youngstown State, Derek Rivers. Derek Rivers. He's not going to. I mean, that guy. He might be a third round pick, but he's not dropping any farther than that. I'd be very surprised. You're into uh, Tano Passigno, right? Oh uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Tano Passigno. Big the freak six seven defensive end um, uh, from uh, Villanova. Yeah, we talked about him. Yeah. We talked about him after the Senior Bowl. I think I might have been a little exuberant when I said I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be uh, at 28. Uh, 20. All right, I, okay. I, I, I'm, let me back off that. Yeah, I, I think but. I said the Lions could take him at 21. I compared him to Ziggy Ansah, maybe jumping the gun a bit, um, but certainly if you see some Ziggy Ansah, some Jason Pierre-Paul on the guy, uh, if the Lions took him in the second round, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it at all. I mean, if, I think if you want him, you're probably going to, you know, you're picking, what, probably like 55, somewhere around there. Right. The second round, I mean, I'm picking 60, so you're right. probably picking, you know, yeah, we're low, low 50s. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if you want him, you're going to have to take him there. Yeah, probably. He's not lasting in the third round. Not with that. Not with that, not with that kind not of size. That, no, not with that senior. size. And, and look, he looked good. He had a good senior bowl week. He did. He looked yeah. good in the game. He had a good week. So, um, now, the good thing for the Lions is uh, they addressed the offensive line in free agency, which I was very happy with. Um, so, because it's a bad draft for offensive linemen, particularly tackles. And so, you know, supposedly they signed the best one on the market. You know, we'll see. Um, you know, it's got the pedigree. Would you consider taking Ramchek if he's there? No. No. Not a chance. No. I mean, they just gave Rick Wagner $9 million. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. That's and, right. And That's we signed right. T.J. Lang right. to be the right guard. So, right. no, no, no. They've addressed the offensive line perfectly fine. Uh, and they're right. paying less money to those two guys than what Riley You'd probably, probably be happy with Rick Wagner. Ricky Wagner than you would with Riley Reef anyway. Right? Yeah, R- R- Riley Reef was not good last year. He played better at left tackle than he did at right tackle. So, and he got eleven million dollars to go play left tackle for the Vikings, and Larry Warford got a pretty penny to go play for the Saints. So for 
basically a little bit less than what those guys got in the open market is what we signed TJ Lang and Rick Wagner for. So no issues with that. Um, you know, I, I listen, they need linebackers in the worst way. They need defensive ends in the worst way. Uh, and because this draft is so – and you can never have enough good DBs, they, they, I'd be very surprised if they don't take at least one DB. We need a running back and we need a tight end. And it's a good draft for all those positions. So we'll see if Bob Quinn knows what the hell he's doing. He had a good draft last year by all accounts. And uh, seems like there's so many players in this draft. It seems like you, you can't not be happy with with anybody you're going to get. You would think. Although I'll tell you this, uh, I better not be seeing the Lions taking a running back in the first round. I don't care if Dalvin Cook falls to 21. I don't care if Leonard Fournette falls to 21, which he won't. But if he does, I don't care because guess what? I look at Kareem Hunt in the fourth round. And I think a lot of a lot of teams are probably thinking the same thing. You know, yes, you, we can get you can get Zeke in the, with uh, the fourth pick in the draft, or you can just get Jordan Howard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, yeah. And I, I, you know, look. I, I think McCaffrey's a great. I think McCaffrey's going to be a great NFL player. I really do. I this this idea that he doesn't have a position or what? It's ridiculous. Fine. He'll be just fine. You figure out a way to get to get twenty five touches in a game. He, he's a really really good player. He's going to help somebody a lot. Yeah. Uh, no no issues with him. But again, the Lions do not have the look like. You know, listen. I told you. I saw a couple of mock drafts where they have they had the Lions drafting uh, David and Joku. Oh well, you know, I was watching yesterday. I was watching, uh, you know, Pat's draft yesterday, uh-huh. and they brought that up. And, they, and uh, what the, what's his name? Uh, one of the guys. Uh, one of the, one of the one of the talking heads. And was like, oh, can you imagine that? And Joku com- uh, combined with that, yes. that other matchup. Yes. Uh huh. I did Eric, see that. Eric Ebron, I saw like, that. I was like, if you see, if you're seeing that, you. I saw that, and it was, hold on, I think it was, it wasn't Andrew Siciliano. It's not Siciliano, it's, it's, no. it's the other, it's, it's Chad Hansen or one of those dopes. Anyway, I, when I saw that, I mean, you know, you, know, <laughs> you, you lost know, all credibility. This theme came out of my ears. I mean, <laughs> yeah. listen, the Lions drafted a tight end in the first round. I, You're out. I'm done. Yeah. I'm You're done. Out. I'm done. Now, give me Michael Roberts, the tight end from, uh, fourth or fifth from round Toledo in the fourth or the yeah. fifth round, because he ran slow 40 time. I, I, I care. I, I care. He's six four, two hundred seven pounds. You draft him, and he'll replace Eric Ebron by uh, by end of the season. Well, listen, the the Lions need a, a blocking tight end to begin with. Anyway, now they signed Dar- Darren Fells in free agency, and he's good at that. But he's thirty years old. They need someone who can do both. You know, Darren Fells is essentially glorified tackle. So Ebron doesn't block at all, does he? No, he doesn't block anybody. And guess what? And he, he catch. sucks at catching too. <laughs> right. So I mean, he's he's pretty much useless. So. Uh, but he's a matchup nightmare. Man. Yeah, exactly. Matchup nightmare for the for the Lions, that's for sure. Smartest thing Terry Bradshaw said in twenty years when he hammered Eric Ebron uh, during Super Bowl week. He said, "Do you watch him that playoff game? I mean, you can't have a tight end that drops pass like that." I'm like, "Oh, somebody actually somebody's actually paying somebody's attention. actually paying attention." Thank you, Terry. Yeah. So anyway, look, it's a very deep draft: corner, safety, edge rusher, linebacker, running back, tight end. Really good at all six of those positions. Yeah. Not great for quarterbacks. Pretty good, uh, pretty good for wide receivers too. Actually, no, yeah, no, a lot, of a lot of really good ones. There's no super studs or so we think yet. Anyway, there's no Calvin Johnson, there's no Julio Jones, is there's no AJ Green so, yet. So we think, um, but there's a lot of really good receivers yeah. in this draft. I have no reason to think that Cooper Cup is not going to be a really good player. In this Again, game. another guy that didn't run a great forty time ran like four six. So Jerry Rice ran a four six. Richard Sherman ran a four six at the combine. Uh, Cam Chancellor run four six five at the combine. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Watch the guys play. You know, it's so silly. I mean, they, they, you know, I understand everybody gets all excited. 
Look, athletic ability is great. Sometimes I'm just better than you. That 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 happens. I get it. But you know, there's a lot more that goes into playing football than just running fast in a straight line or lifting a bunch of weight. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Well, well oftentimes Watch the taper as our as our good buddies uh, Jeff Cavanaugh and Dan Brugler. Yeah. Trust the tape. Trust the tape. Trust the tape. Trust your eyes. How about that? All right, that's gonna do it. For another episode. We're not even for money for the free plug there, guys. That's exactly right. That's right. We like those guys. Um, it's been real, as always, my man. Yes, sir. Thanks well, for showing up. Went a, little, uh, went a little over time. We did here. go a little over, but that's all right. It's a little little, little something needs, extra. Needs, needs to be educated. That's exactly things. right. So we'll be back. We'll, I'm sure we'll Public do... Public service. We'll, 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 as we get close to the draft, we might have to do a bit of a mock. Do a show yeah. with a mock right. and then... And then once the draft is over... It won't have anything to do with the Cowboys and the Lions, I can assure you. No, no, no. We'll probably do the Chiefs and the Chargers. Definitely. Anyway. All right, my man. Good seeing you. Good good show. Good show. Good show. It's a good show. And peace out.